0: Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. There were days where we thought we wouldn't make it out, but we stuck it out. Today's our day. You've come to the right place. Today's our day.
1: Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. Are you struggling to be happy? In your marriage, your job, your life, if you are, you may be focusing on the wrong thing. Studies of happiness, yes, those things actually exist, show that being grateful is the pathway to happiness. The reason? Because when you focus on what you have instead of on what you're missing, you feel better and life is seen as more positive. So how do you cultivate real gratitude? Well, that's what I'm going to be talking about today with my guest, life coach and transformation specialist, Dr. Drayvon James. So Dr. James, thanks so much for coming back on the show and talking about what is a truly important topic.
0: You're so welcome. You're right. Happiness is, at the, it, it, it is the thing that we're all seeking. We seek it in so many different forms, but ultimately what we're all looking for is happiness along this journey. Uh-huh.
1: So, can you define what gratitude is and why it is such a powerful positive force?
0: Oh, I love that question because it is—it it sounds so simple. Just be grateful. <laughs> Just be grateful. Right,
1: right, right. <laughs> in
0: my, and, and we could all look up, you know, Webster's dictionary, whatever dictionary you use. We could all look up that. Um, Definition, but being grateful is really—I call it—it's an all-body experience, right? It's Uh a feeling more than a thought, right? It is this this part of us that looks into something and finds joy. Uh Finds joy. It's—it's deeper than than just being. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm grateful for that. Just 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 the words, it's the feeling that comes over us. And I encourage people to allow themselves to slip into that. It's just beneath the surface of everything. If you really think about it, it is just beneath the surface, this feeling of, ah, oh, I can find joy in this. The 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 most tangible, intangible thing that I can liken it to is watching the sunrise, uh. right? And having that feeling um, and finding it because we have to dig deep for it sometimes but finding it and willing to take the time to cultivate that in many different areas of our life to find something to be grateful for and I assure you there is something
1: Well you know and it's and it's interesting because I mean I, um, I don't know if you have ever read the book Night um, by Eli Wiesel but you know the people people who survived the Holocaust, I mean, you know, horrendous. You know, people who've survived these horrible, horrible experiences somehow seem to still be able to walk away um, with hope. And I and I think that that's what focusing on gratitude can can help with. Or, am, or am I off base about that?
0: No, you're absolutely right. And it's interesting that the, oftentimes. Not always, but oftentimes, and I love the fact, I haven't read the book tonight, but I just jotted a note down to make sure Uh I get a copy of it. Uh But um, oftentimes, you'll find people who would be considered by others to be much less than fortunate or going through something traumatic, and they're the ones who can speak so passionately about gratitude because they've they've connected, partly because of the need to survive, maybe to thrive, Uh to some. To things to be grateful for. Um, no small thing goes unnoticed. The smile, the feel uh-huh. of the sun on their on their cheek. You know, um, just those things that fill of the earth beneath their feet, and that just like I'm overwhelmed with gratitude for this. Uh huh. And it's sort of like stripping away all of the external fluff so they can get to the core and the essence of what makes us happy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's really interesting because. um you know, pe- some, sometimes people who you know who have a life-threatening experience, you know, maybe they've got a cancer diagnosis or they've been in an accident in some way, and you, you know, and they'll talk about how you know colors are brighter, and you know, they you know, they're in some respects grateful for the experience because it realigns. You know, it, it it really gets at what's truly important, and it isn't do I have the latest toy or you know ten thousand likes on TikTok or whatever these other measures that we're using. But it's like wow, I can I can take another breath, I can I, I can see another sunrise, I can hold my you know my my new baby. You know these these things yes. that. So when you- As you're saying that, you know,
0: what crossed my mind is that if any of us have ever uh, tried to reduce our sugar intake, our Mm -hmm. adding sugar to things, and then you go back and you bite into an apple Mm -hmm. and you realize just how naturally sweet and delicious an apple is, Mm -hmm. right? Because you've removed all your exogenous sources of sugar, adding sugar to this, and you get to be at the essence experience really what is natural sweetness. I think what you're just saying there about, you know, people who have these near-death experiences or are these survive these uh, extreme trauma, they come to a point in your life where they're really able to connect to things that we just take for granted. We just overlook, uh-huh. you know, the sound of a baby. We're talking about your new grandson. The uh-huh. sound of a baby cooing or, uh-huh. you know, e- e- even, even the sound of water running, it just... Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for that and how soothing that is,
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. really being
0: able to connect to these, I think, tools and these parts of, of life that are designed to, to center us, that we move so fast and get so distracted that we overlook.
1: Uh-huh. So can gratitude be misplaced? And if so, what does that look like?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, sometimes we can use gratitude uh, to keep us stuck. Uh-huh. Right? You know, that, that I refer to that to the at-, at least syndrome, right? You know, you'll hear people who are maybe in an in a unfulfilling and maybe even a dangerous marriage will say, at uh-huh. least, you know, he does this or she does this, at least. You know, they'll in an unfulfilling career where they're not utilizing their passions, I will say, well, at least, you know, and that's the kind of gratitude that keeps them stuck in mediocrity, right? Interesting. You know, we definitely want to be grateful for what it is. We don't want to use use gratitude to keep us stuck somewhere, right? And then there's also the idea of using gratitude to manipulate people, you know, um, to keep them to, to accept less. You know, you hear someone say, well, you know, I want to go do this in my life, but you should be grateful for, to just have this. How dare you not be grateful for where you are and, or to want to reach beyond that, right? So we have to be very, very careful with gratitude because gratitude is meant to open us up, not to shut us down. And when we're using gratitude in such a way that it makes us feel small, we know we're misusing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to open us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting because, because in my line of work, um, you know, I, I have, I have talked with people and, you know, it's like, you know, well, it's not that bad. At least my, at least my husband doesn't hit me. And I'm like going, I'm going that that's, that's a really low bar. I mean, you know, it's like, yes, by all means, we, sh- we should be grateful for that up to a point, but it's like that, that should be a given, not something that, that we should, you know, that we should be grateful for, um, and, and I like the idea that sometimes it can be it can be used either by ourselves to keep ourselves stuck or from a lot of times from other people. Um, you know um I'm not from the South, but I've lived in the South for a long time, and there's this line about you know don't rise above your raisin you know that mm-hmm. that line of you know you should you know you should you should just you know, keep your head down and and just be you know just just be grateful for everything. That, that you have and and you know if you try to reach for more then then you know there's something wrong with you and you know then then, then you hear stories like you know, both um, Bill Gates and and um, Steve Jobs both said you know they both dropped out of college which in most cases people will go that's not a good thing but but they created these wonderful things because nobody ever told them they couldn't do it that way You know, that they should be, they should be grateful to follow the, the well-trod path as opposed to you know people who people who will step who will step out and step over and step through to create something to create something new and you know I mean and and from the outside that could look very arrogant and very you know who do you think you are and why do you think you should be able to do this but but i, I i'm what i'm hearing from you is that they're actually tapping into a different kind of gratitude if if i'm hearing you right that they're tapping into right the gratitude that they can do these things. Right. When you, tap
0: in, when you tap into this gratitude, this gratitude makes you almost so invincible. When you tap into the rising of the sun, mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Then, what, what, then this becomes your reality as well, right? And that's really the best way I can explain what gratitude is to make you feel as though anything is possible because you found something, you've connected to something that is so powerful and it, it could be, you know, uh, watching ants move along the sidewalk. I want to go as small as possible, but I had this vision. I remember doing a picnic or something with my kids, and they were small, and we uh-huh. just sort of came across came across this trail of ants, and we watched them carrying this, you know, little piece of bread, and and it was amazing. Uh-huh. It was amazing to be a part of that. And as small as that seems, you think about all the ants necessary to carry the little crumb of bread. Uh-huh. And but I, I still now as I recount that, I, I still feel this sense of awe that makes me feel huge and big and powerful and almost anything is possible. I could reach to any and attach myself to any amount of greatness. That's what true gratitude feels like, right? It feels like you have so, an abundance of good to give. Mm. It's that not, it's not meager and small where you have to clench your fist and there isn't enough love or goodness to go around. And when we talk about the type of gratitude, when, when, when gratitude goes wrong, you can say it that way. We're uh-huh. talking about the gratitude that makes you feel small. I love that example. You say, well, at least my husband doesn't beat me. Yes. It makes you want to shrink back yeah if you want to curl up and, and protect yourself right mm-hmm. and so that's gratitude gone wrong right uh. it's making you feel small and powerless
1: yeah, it's, it's, that's a, that's a really interesting interpretation of gratitude. That at, you know, as you're talking about, I can I can feel the expansion. I can feel the you know, when when we're truly grateful, it like almost overflows into every everything and everyone around us. And I think that's why it's connected to happiness. Absolutely,
0: because it's contagious, right? You ever walk into a room, and or have someone walk into a room, and automatically you're, you're attracted to them. You don't know what it is, but uh-huh. you realize, oh, my gosh, it's like a ray of sunshine just walks in the door. They haven't opened their mouth, right? Uh-huh. And you later have a conversation with them, and you feel like, oh, my gosh, this person is optimistic. They're full of gratitude. And then the reverse happens. Someone walks into the room, and they suck all the joy out of it. They haven't said a word. <laughs> right. right? And but they walk into the room and you realize oh this is something has gone drastically wrong. You spend Uh two minutes talking to them and you realize that they are, you know, they feel they're um, maybe superior to everyone. They're not they're super super critical even of themselves maybe, and Uh it's just a hard energy to exist in. Uh Both both can be contagious, right? (laughs) But we want to we want to move towards part of ourselves, and I encourage people with everything to pay attention to that part of ourself, um, the feeling part of ourselves, when it starts to feel big, expanded, and safe. I love that. Know that gratitude is somewhere in that attitude. It's either coming from and through you, or it's coming from or through someone who you're around. You just need to be more attuned to it. Mm
1: -hmm. So this is Happily Ever After is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net. I'm Leslie Dorries, and I'm talking about the power of gratitude with life coach and transformation specialist, Dr. Drayvon James. And human beings are wired to focus on things that can hurt them, which is why the happiness studies show that it takes three to five positive interactions to balance out one negative one but actively looking for those positives will improve your outlook on life without needing to do anything else. And if you're having difficulty in your marriage, it may be that you are focusing on what's missing instead of what is there. And if you're interested in changing that, I can help. I invite you to get in touch and schedule your free, no obligation, five-star discovery call, easy for me to say. Um, And you can reach me by Email at Leslie, L E S L I, at foundationscoachingnc.com, or you can reach me by phone at area code 919 9240463. Again, that's 919 9240463. Now, I want to get back to this conversation about gratitude. And, um, Dr. James, we were talking about how gratitude can kind of be misplaced, but there's kind of a a corollary to this that I wanted to talk about and is being grateful the same thing as being selfless?
0: Is being grateful the same thing as being selfless? Mm-hmm. I like that question because if we're self are we're, you know, I guess we're, we're, we're giving. And is uh-huh. our gratitude connected to our giving? Absolutely, yes. In fact, I want to, a, a, in the uh, A Course in Miracles, what I've taken away from that, from years of studying it, is that giving and receiving are the same. Huh. It's the same energy, right? And so when you give selflessly give to others, whether it's your time, um, your 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 money, your resources, what have you, you also receive, right? And what you receive may not be the same, you know, uh, dollar for dollar, but uh-huh. energetically it is. So when you give of yourself, that place of genuine giving, it creates um, a boomerang effect on us, which causes us to be more of a grateful state, which We like attracts like, so Uh if we have this whole energy of gratitude, we attract more things in our life to be grateful for. The cycle is beautiful and almost effortlessly effortless when we get into that space. So yes, being grateful, practicing gratitude is selfless and Uh it's selfish. I could say that too. And it's selfish because if you think if you want better things to happen for you, and we all do give more of yourself genuinely when I was a little girl in church I, they used to say give till it hurts now it's <laughs> my clients I work to today they, you know and they, I would say mm-hmm. never give till it hurts
1: long energy right long energy yeah and and you know and and don't and and give be, and I love what you were talking about because it, it's it's what's the motivation behind it. If I'm giving from an um, with an open heart and a willing spirit and from a place of of joy and abundance, then that's coming from that selfless place. Um, but if I'm giving because I think I have to or because I'm trying, or it becomes transactional. Right, that I I I will give this in the hopes of getting something. Then I think that I think what you're saying is that that changes the energy around it, and then therefore it's not really going to work the 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 way the universe wants it to. Is 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 that kind of the right way of looking at it? Yes. It is, and it's not to say that
0: we're never going to be in a place where we are giving, giving and we're like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I sort of feel obligated. Okay, that happens. We're adults. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. we have to do the things that we don't want to do. But even in that Find something to be grateful for. So attach to yourself and say, "I'm, I'm so grateful that I have it to give." Mm-hmm. That I have it to give. I truly may not want to you know, <laughs> do this. I may have had. I may have had other plans. This may mean that I could spend less at the mall this month, or, uh-huh. or maybe not take the vacation that I want to take because I've decided or been asked to give in this way. But I can attach gratitude to the fact that I have it. That uh-huh. I, you know, blessed. Blessed is the lender. As they say, right? So I'm grateful that I'm able to, I have the means to do whatever it is that I'm giving. Um, But ideally, you're right, we want to be in a place where we're giving from our overflow. Uh That we, we are so grateful for whatever it is that's flowing into our life, that as we give to others, it's from the overflow. It's like honey dripping down the side of a honey pot, uh-huh. and other people get that pot, the honey that's dripping on the side of the honey pot, and it's a beautiful thing. So when I say it's also selfish, I also mean that we have to stop and be grateful for ourselves too. Be grateful for who we are.
1: Right, because I mean, you know, because there are some people, you know, it kind of goes to. Um, you know the the famous you know, if you if you if you got on an airplane and the flight attendant says this you're traveling with somebody please put your own oxygen mask on first before you try to help other people we we do sort of have to make sure that we're okay um, you know, or because I've, I've had this a lot with you know when I've talked to a lot of my women clients, you know, and they talk about you know if they if they do something for themselves, they're seen as selfish, and it's like no no no, you're you're refilling your tank. You you can't give what you don't have, and so you know it, it's not it's not about like you said, not about giving until it hurts, but. You know, I mean, although it's it's funny because it wasn't until I became a mother that I understood some of the actions that my own mother took. It's like, ah, now I get it because it is that sense of wanting to give, um, you know, even even though there's a part of you that says, I really don't want to get out of bed at three o'clock in the morning and it's cold. But my baby's crying and I need to go get them, you know, Um, and people would say, well, that's that's not generosity. It's like, well, in some respects, actually it is. I mean, it's, it is a little bit of an expectation, but, but some people don't get up, you know, they just let their baby Absolutely. cry. Um, Absolutely.
0: So And that's a very good point you're making too. Be <laughs> grateful for that. You're the mom, be grateful mm-hmm. that you're the mom mm-hmm. who decided to willingly make the sacrifice because it is a sacrifice and it is a decision.
1: Mm-hmm. And so are there specific actions that someone can take if they want to develop a, a better sense of gratitude, a practice of gratitude?
0: Yes. So I have a very simple, simple gratitude practice that I've been using my whole life and that and share with my clients and everyone who's done it has told me that they can't believe that it works and I wouldn't <laughs> love to share it with you and uh, it's, it's so simple you will be like what? This works and before I say it I want to just set it up a little bit is that um, in our lifetime a lot of us Vastly, myself included, and these are not clinical terms. They're just uh, everyday terms. When I use them, they're going to sound clinical, but they're just everyday terms. And that's between depression and anxiety. So there is true uh-huh. clinical depression for which um, there's medication, and there's true clinical anxiety. But I'm talking about the everyday blues and the everyday anxiousness that we all experience. Uh-huh. And so that uh, the depression part comes from usually spending time in the past in our mind, just dwelling on things that have happened, whether they were good. And you wish you were back there or whether they were horrible and you can't get over it. And Uh that is where we get a lot of depression from. And then there's the anxiousness, the anxiety, which comes from the unknown future. Uh And so what I do is I know that all of my power to have a great life, a happy life exists in the now. In the morning, first thing when I wake up, I create what I call an active gratitude card. It's like an empty index card. People can use whatever they want to, but I like an empty index card. And on one side of the card, I write down three things that I'm grateful for that happened yesterday. Mm. Um, they could be anything. And on the other side of the card, I write down three things that I'm grateful for that will happen, that will happen today. Oh. Right, so I... I determine my my past. If my mind wants to go to the past, I let it know these are the three things in the past we'll focus on because I know my mind will do that. Uh Something will happen. It will trigger me to go to the past, and I'll pick up that card. I take it everywhere with me, and I'll look at it. i say, remember these things happened yesterday. It brings me to a great place of gratitude. I'll get anxious about the future, and I'll say, oh, remember we're doing this. This is what's happening in my future, Uh and my future of me today, and I'll get excited instead of anxious. Uh, when I think about the future, meanwhile, reminding myself to stay in the present moment, because in the present moment, there's only a few things happening, right? And if we're breathing, most of us are not being chased by a favorite tooth <laughs> tiger in the present moment. Mm -hmm. which is not but our mind is i think you said earlier we're we're really addicted to the drama we really are Mm -hmm. right and so our mind goes and it looks for it it looks for it it wants to stimulate us don't you want to be stimulated? you have to go and say no i want to be safe i want to be happy and to be happy I'll i'll say right here thank you in this present moment and i'll be grateful uh this present moment, I can feel the wind on me, a little breeze. I can feel the sun on my face. I can hear the hum of a light bulb. Or those things keep me connected to how wonderful this moment is.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, and, and it was funny because I, I had never heard, oh gosh, now I'm going to forget what it is. Um, there's, there's the... Um, Opposite of FOMO, fear of missing out, and I forget there's another there's another um, acronym, something OMO, and I, I I just my mind just went blank, but it's like you know I of I I don't I don't care about missing out, you know there there isn't anything out there that is more important than what I'm doing here, but you know and I I think when you're talking about this anxiety or or just focusing in on the present, I think this is where social media maybe is not you know, for, for a lot of the connecting wonderful things it can do, there's also a real downside about it is that it's, you know, it, a lot of people feel less than when when they do that. And I think that maybe a practice of gratitude can can kind of balance that out. As you're saying, you know, it's, you know, depression about what I did, you know, three years ago that I can't get over or anxiety about what's hap- going to happen in the next three years because by the way nobody can predict that um, with, with any certainty and you know and and, it, and it's and I think it's a way of, of short-circuiting that negative feedback loop that if we just stop and bring in no 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 wait a minute you know I can I can Feel the sun. I can hear the music. I can't. I mean, even if you just start with your five senses, um, you know, what is it that's around me right now? And you know, I, I think sometimes information can can help us if we want to improve in some aspect of our lives. But again, that's that's a choice. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with what we're doing right now. Um, and I think that gratitude. You know, doing that practice that you're talking about, I think, can help eliminate some of that that negativity that people are bombarded with, right and left. Is that even remotely? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> that is, you, you you hit the nail on the head, as they say. And I think the term you are looking for is a Jomo, right? Joy Jomo, of missing yes. out, right? Yeah, yeah. It's joy of missing out.
1: Joy and of you, missing you out. Get yeah. to that.
0: And we realize that we're not, it is the joy of of tuning in, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, we tune into ourselves and we realize, you you said something that I tell people all the time, connect with your five senses. What do I see now? What do Mm -hmm. I hear now? Connect with that. Right, and until uh-huh. you can find something in there to be grateful for, this is our work, and it's joyful work. It's uh-huh. fun work. It will, you know, what they say, mission impossible, but is a mission <laughs> if you choose to accept it, right? Yeah. And, and I encourage people to accept it because we've been so um, indoctrinated, if you will, with uh, the news and, and uh-huh. what, what bad thing is happening here in our neighborhood, in our community, across the world, across the globe, you know, and we, our mind is. Tuned to that, right? Right. But when we go on a search and and discipline ourselves, I'm going to find something in this moment to be grateful for. And go through your five senses. Sometimes if your mind won't do it, you know, oh my gosh, I can feel this this solid, cool earth beneath my feet. That feels good. You know, Uh go through, use the five senses to connect you to the now and to connect you to something to be grateful for. Ultimately, the goal is you become a happier you.
1: Absolutely. Well, Dr. James, thank you so much for coming on. And I I really did want to want to want to do this show with you because because gratitude is it's easier. I mean, the practice that you just described is simple, doesn't take a huge amount of time and it's very effective. (laughs) And I think that that's, you know, I, I don't think we could ask for anything better than that. So can you share with people um, some information about how they might learn more about what you do and more about your practice of gratitude and and how they can kind of be more in the moment? Yeah,
0: I, I would love to do that. So uh, I have uh, a show, which is with Dr. Drayvon James' show um, Dr. Drayvon James' Everyday Peace show. I don't know why I stopped short of the title. Dr. Drayvon <laughs> James' Everyday Peace, which you can listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also connect with me over my website, which is my name, Dr. Drayvon James. I am on SiriusXM as a life coach uh, the first Monday of every month on a show called Road Dog Trucking Show, where we talk about absolutely everything. Gratitude is one of those, one of those topics, just how to live your best life. And I encourage people to visit my website, as we are always enrolling um, in our group uh, uh, coaching program, Leaders in High Heels, which is a delightful way for women to connect
1: Uh and become
0: their best happy self.
1: So I've long thought that Pollyanna has gotten a bad rap. She did not pretend that bad things didn't happen. She just tried to find the silver lining in those events. In other words, she practiced gratitude. And it's easy to get swallowed up by the hurt and disappointment of life. But if you want good relationships and a general sense of well being, acknowledging that all is not doom and gloom is the place to start. So the question that I have for you is what would you need to shift to make gratitude a foundational part of your life? And I'm hoping that one of the things that you'll continue to do is to continue to listen to this show. And until next week, stay loving.